Oh, that motherfucker is foaming. This looks like a one I want to put in a glass. I'll be right back. Welcome to episode 36. Let's pour this guy. Holy shit. Might have done that wrong. Oh well. <clears throat> Welcome to episode 36. Like pick up sticks. I don't know. <clears throat> Apologies in advance, guys. Uh, I my, my voice is probably going to suck today because I just finished eating. Um, and also, I ran. I didn't run. I, I exercised before that. So my voice is just going to be so, so bad. Anyway, today's beer is called Coffee and Cinnamon Rolls. It's a oatmeal milk stout with cinnamon, coffee, caramel flavor, and vanilla flavor. <clears throat> Which sounds amazing. So let's give it a shot. A shot? Let's give it a sip. Well, I think I just got foam, but the foam is delicious. <laughs> it's a pretty good stout. <clears throat> I'm kind of getting the cinnamon flavor. Yeah, I kind of get that. It's a good one. Uh, it's by Wiley Roots Brewing Company, which is, uh, we've had their, or I've had their, um, there's a different beer I had on this podcast that was also good. Um, breakfast at Wiley's. All right. <clears throat> well, there you have it. Welcome to episode 36, guys, of the Paul All Pod. I'm going to make this one kind of quick because I it's 8.49 p.m. and I started going to bed early. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, I think I was high last episode, but I'm not really sure. I like listened to it back the next day and I was like, yeah. I was just like talking very quietly and I was kind of like rambling a lot. I think that's just that was the effect of that. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, Christmas lights. <laughs> I just tried putting up some Christmas lights I've had for like a year or two. And like half of them don't turn on. And I'm like, okay, you know what? That's okay. I'll still put them up because they're the only Christmas lights I have that aren't on the tree. <clears throat> I plug them in. They're, they're lighting up. About half of them or 75% of them are. And, uh, I just start putting them on the wall and then they just go out. <laughs> They just died out, like, right then. And I just changed outlets, and I was like, nope, they just, they legit just died and I was try as I was trying to put them up. So I need to get some new Christmas lights, because I don't have any others. I've been kind of slacking on the Christmas decorating. <clears throat> I don't know why. I, I went so hard with Halloween, and now I just, I feel like the Christmas tree is kind of, like, almost enough. But I do like that, the, uh, the bedroom window... You know, has I like I like it when it has lights in it because then people be looking in, you know, and seeing that um, if they're walking on High Street. <clears throat> I just remembered I am living on High Street. <laughs> um, early risers gang. So I've been getting up at like sometimes on good days I'll get up at six a.m. So I welcome myself to the early risers gang. But that also means you have to be in bed by 9.30. So, in bed by 9.30, gang. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just started getting up sooner because I'm taking this new job very seriously. 
and I'm also trying to take my health and fitness very seriously. And so ideally I wake up at 6 a.m., you know, I feed the cat maybe before, maybe I can do it after um, <clears throat> the, the workout. So I try to, you know, do the workout, <clears throat> you know, right out of bed. I just dress, get my gym bag, go to the gym. It's like a 10-minute walk. Do some exercise there for anywhere from 15 minutes to, you know, 30 minutes. Um, and then walk back, take the shower, cold shower. And uh, <clears throat> from that point, I'll feed buttermilk, I'll water the plants. And by that time, after the time all, all that's done, because watering the plants doesn't take long, but feeding buttermilk takes like sometimes up to a half hour. By the time all that's done, it's like 7.30. So then I have like, you know, maybe 15 minutes to work on a puzzle or something, put a few pieces in, and then... I basically start at 7.45-ish, get a good start on the, on the day. So yeah, I've enjoyed doing that. Um, it's just if I, don't, if, I don't, if I don't fall asleep before 11, I'm basically not going to get up at 6 a.m. <laughs> but if I do, then I generally can. Um, but it's leading really good the last couple days. Um... <clears throat> So something completely random, but you guys may remember two episodes ago I talked about pedestrian right away, and I thought I didn't have right away if I wasn't looking, and there was like a stop sign at the cross section, but there wasn't a stop sign the direction I was going, and if the car was turning right, then you know I, I would I I originally thought I had to like you know look over my shoulder, make sure no one was coming, and then go, but I googled that shit like a studious motherfucker I am and <laughs> I actually found like a Denver uncontrolled pedestrian guidelines crossing guidelines and in its states section 42-4-802 pedestrians right away in crosswalks when traffic control signals sorry when traffic control signals are not in place or not in operation, such as was in my case, the driver of a vehicle shall yield the right away, slowing down or stopping if need be so to yield to a pedestrian crossing the roadway within a crosswalk when the pedestrian is upon the half of the roadway upon which the vehicle is traveling, or when the pedestrian is approaching so closely from the opposite half of the roadway as to be in danger. What this means to me, and there's a second part of the list I'll also read, but what this means to me is I was on his half of the roadway. We were both going in the same direction, and I hadn't crossed yet. I'm on, the ro- I'm on his side of the roadway. So yes, he has, to, he has to yield to me. Now the second part says, No pedestrian shall suddenly leave a curb or other place of safety and ride a bicycle, ride an electrical assisted bicycle, walk or run into the path of a moving vehicle that is so close as to constitute an immediate hazard. Which basically just says, you're not supposed to throw yourself in front of a fucking moving car. Duh. <laughs> like, yeah, that doesn't... So yeah, section 42-4-802. Read it and weep, people. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't have to look over my shoulder. I mean, I still should, but like, uh, legally, I can just cross and it's legal. Anyway, just thought I'd read that for you guys. Let's talk about making the most emotionally devastating Mario Maker level. Um, so it's, sometimes I do this where I spend like an entire Saturday just working on a Mario Maker level. Like I'll just make it 
it'll go through so many iterations, so many edits, so many like <clears throat> playthroughs, um, rounds of revisions and stuff. Um, I made I spent like literally the whole day on Saturday, like eight hours, six to eight hours must be, um, on a market on Mario Maker level, and it was just it turned out to be like. Well, how do I preface this? So I've made a few levels that are kind of like getting over it in the game. If you don't know what that is, it's basically a game where you're this guy in a bucket and you have to like use a hammer to climb up this huge mountain. And every so often, you'll have to jump this gap where if you miss it, there's a potential you can go all the way back to the start of the level of the game and do it all over again. Um, and it's really hard because you have to use only the mouse and it's just like, you have to like get used to that and it's just really it's a pain in the neck uh but i love the game anyway it's a hard game where you you know have to do hard jumps and you there's often the opportunity that you have to like reset your progress completely like you lose all your progress and you have to go from the very back to the very beginning right so i've made a few mario maker levels that are basically like that where it's like it's really really hard jumps and you know every five or six jumps there's going to be a jump where if you miss this jump, you have to go all the way back to the beginning. So I don't know why I just love this style of level. So anyway, I've made like two of those before this past Saturday. And I just decided, why not make a third one in the series? So in this one, um, once you get past the initial puzzle, uh, you go into a sub area or sub level <clears throat> through a pipe, basically, that you have to you're like falling as soon as you enter this area you're falling and you're seeing on the right side you're seeing the entire level like all the jumps that you'll have to do all the challenges ahead and then you fall all the way to the bottom and then that's where you start and so it's just a really well designed level in my opinion because every time you make a jump or maybe two jumps there's a possibility that you're gonna like have to go back to the beginning where you fell down the first time you went through that pipe, basically. So every time you make a huge jump, and these jumps have to be like frame perfect sometimes. Um, every time you make that jump, you're, there's a huge chance that you're going to have the momentum where you're just going to push through uh, that one-way arrow sign, which basically means you can go through this thing, but you can't go back. So then you're stuck going back down to the, to the bottom. Um, so I don't know. I just spent a lot of time on it. I love it. But I also hate it because it's really hard. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just really had fun making it. And so like the first level I made of that type, I actually had a streamer play. And it was just so funny watching him play my level. And just being like, because <laughs> at the time he had commented how like emotionally devastating. I think those, those were his words. Like something like that. <clears throat> like what kind of person made this level <laughs> or something. Anyway. Yeah, totally random Mario Maker stuff. Um, by the way, I'm thinking about maybe making a YouTube video where I go through some of my Mario Maker levels um, so you can see what they're like. Um, I really would like to do that, so I might do that. Um, and if you guys don't know, I don't like to say this on this podcast because it's a stupid... It's generally... My YouTube channel is like a stupid place where I post videos of this one really old game that no one cares about, but... Uh, it's Beast Fable on YouTube, so if you are looking forward to a Mario Maker level for some reason, then it'll be on there. Anyway, let's move on to other topics of sub subjects of subject of this discussion, I guess. <clears throat> Words difficult. Um, 
So yesterday and today I've acquired all the ingredients I need for the Christmas cookies. So I'm going to be making um, like six to seven different varieties and I'm just going to be basically handing them out to friends and family, <clears throat> make basically making everybody like a set of them, like, you know, at least two of each, um, maybe three or four of each if I have enough, if I make enough. But yeah, we're going to be making Linzer Stars, Pecan Crescents, Chocolate Crinkles, those look really good, Spritz Cookies, Italian Christmas Cookies, Christmas Tree Sugar Cookies, and Walnut Brownies, which aren't a cookie, but I was like, why not? I really want to... <laughs> I've really been hankering for like a good walnut brownie, um, so I just was like, fuck it, I'll make it at home. So yeah, uh, basically, this weekend I'm going to be spending an entire day we're just gonna suck. I'm just gonna be making cookies all day so that I can have them all done by the end of the day or something. Because um, I just want to do them all at once so I can start like making the baskets or like the gift sets, you know, and I can just share those out. Um, so I need to buy a few more things though. I have all the ingredients, but I need to buy a cookie press for the spritz cookies, I think, and silicone baking mats apparently and maybe a stand mixer but that's just recommended i don't really need to buy that so yeah i'm gonna be baking some cookies this saturday well this weekend saturday sunday i'm not sure which but whatever looking forward to it but it's also gonna be if there's like a shitty fucking day <laughs> i think because it's just like some of these cookies you really have to like knead the dough which i had to do with the, the dream bars and it was kind of like kind of annoying i don't know we'll see um so completely different subject i discovered a new note-taking app and it's fucking amazing if you guys are looking for an amazing note-taking app i highly highly suggest this one it's called notion i think the url is notion.so um I'm actually just reading from it right now. This is where I put all my work and personal notes. And it's just, it's really amazing because of like the, the options and the features it has. Like I used to, I used to be a hardcore OneNote supporter. Um, hardcore, yeah, hardcore OneNote supporter I was with. I was using OneNote for years and years, but eventually I kept noticing its flaws and I just got really fucking annoyed and I was like, fuck it, I need to find a new note-taking app. So... Started looking, found Evernote, which fixed, which, you know, it fixed some of the flaws that OneNote had. Like, it didn't have those flaws, but it had its own flaws. Um, and so I was, like, basically settling with Evernote for, like, a little bit less than six months now. Just been settling with it. You know, I don't love it, but it's better than, it's better than OneNote, kind of, right? And so just recently, like last Friday, I discovered Notion and holy crap, it's amazing for several reasons, which I'll quickly go over in case everybody is super bored of the subject <laughs> or doesn't want to hear about this. Um, okay. On the left, there's a sidebar and you can, it's similar to OneNote, you can have like notes under notes under notes. So you can create like as many sub-levels as you want. It looks like up to like five or something. Like, I think OneNote even supported only three or maybe four. Like, there was a certain cap, I'm pretty sure. But you you can just keep adding a subnote over and over and over, like an unlimited amount of nesting, it looks like. That's cool, because Evernote doesn't have that. 
<laughs> Evernote has notebook stacks, notebooks, and notes. That's it. Three levels. Want more? Too fucking bad. <laughs> um, it has one. So Notion has amazing syntax highlighting. Um, it, it's not buggy like Evernote has it. Like Evernote has syntax highlighting, but it's just buggy. Like you have to press like a space bar. Or you have to you add punctuation and then it adds the code syntax highlighting where it's like Notion just adds it when you add two of those ticks. Like it just does it. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, it has like callouts to like add like highlighting for like important notes or parts of a note that you need to remember. Um, for every single note, you can actually change the icon of it. So you can have whatever like emoji you want as the you know icon for that note. And it shows up in the left sidebar. Um, God, what else was I doing with it? I was crazy. I was going crazy with this on, on Friday. I was like, wow, this is amazing. The code snippet blocks, which is, for me as a developer, as a developer, I think this is really cool. The code snippet blocks actually supports like 50 different languages or something. So you can actually set the language for that snippet block. Um, <clears throat> it's got like collapsible sections. So you can like you know, collapse, you can have an arrow that just basically collapses up a whole part of the note or whatever. I don't think Evernote had that. Checkbox lists, is, lists are good. Um, it's got quote blocks. Uh, it does, it handles links better. I think it handles spell check better. Um, I don't know what else to say. It has dark mode just like Evernote does. I don't know. I'm just, I'm falling in love with it. It's, it's really freaking amazing. Also, you can comment on your own notes. This is huge. This is something that Evernote and OneNote didn't have. You can comment on your own no notes. So you can like highlight a few like words of, of your note and just click comment, and you can add a comment that appears on the right. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so if you're looking for a better note-taking app for personal work, some combination, whatever, like seriously, highly recommend this amazing in other news i'm almost finished with these uh this current 1000 piece puzzle it's a puzzle of um some kind of like fall setting where there's like a church and there's like houses in the distance um it's really beautiful but uh i can't wait to fucking finish it because i bought some new puzzles in boulder that are amazing and that are like christmas oriented and i want to start those as soon as possible because i only have like 12 days until christmas and 10 days and I'm actually going to be here. So I can't wait to finish this thing. I might try to finish it tonight or tomorrow morning um, just so I can fucking start the next one and have one actually be Christmas oriented. Um, but I will be posting a, a picture of it on Instagram because I do that for pretty much all my uh, puzzles. I think I even took a picture of the last one and I didn't upload it yet, but whatever. It wasn't that amazing. It was like a farm puzzle with 500 pieces. Not amazing. Um, yeah, so puzzling is something I'm going to be doing. Also, I'd like to get back into drawing, honestly. I used to love, um, like, just, I'd have, so I'd have, like, pictures of castles, like, books with just, you know, picture books of castles that Grandma had, like, and she just gave them to me because, like, Uncle Dennis had them or something, and he just left them. And so I would love to just, like, draw a castle from the book 
and I did some pretty decent jobs. I didn't finish any of them, but I actually did a pretty good job with one or two of them. So I'd like to do that again. What I'm planning on doing is uh, just getting, um, like, opening a web browser on one of the game consoles and then just looking for pictures of castles and then opening that image in a new tab and then just having that on the screen so that I can draw from there. Um, and I have all the tools for it, so... Um, a couple of years back, I went to, what was it, Utrecht? Was it Utrecht? No. I think it's something else. I think Utrecht is the one in Milwaukee. Isn't there another art shop that starts with, like, a T? It was either, I think it was Blick, maybe. Maybe it was Blake. It was someplace in, like, Santa Monica or something. Um, I just bought a bunch of the drawing, like, tools I used to have, like, when I took art in high school or college. I learned how to use, like, professional art tools, like the smudging tool, like, actual, like, graphite or, and charcoal pencils, um, and, like, erasing better. And I don't know. I, I had like a bunch of professional tools. So anyway, I rebought those like a couple of years ago. But I didn't really like do much drawing after that point. So I'm going to try to get back into that. So yeah, I'm trying to get back into, you know, I'm kind of proud of myself. You know, I'm reading. I'm doing puzzles. This seems very unpaul. <laughs> Mostly, you know, as of like a year ago, it was just like, I play video games. Um... Kind of proud of myself, and if we can add drawing to the mix, that'd be great. I just have to find time for it. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. New job is going very well. Um, seems like people already really like me. I'm just trying to do my best and you know contribute how I can. And it seems like I'm fitting in with the team. They're giving me work. I'm enjoying doing the work. So it's going pretty well. I'm happy. And the final talking point for today is that I need to get a PD Scotch. <laughs> it's a fact. I don't have a PD Scotch. I have one Scotch in my entire bar. It's it's a good one, but it's not PD, and it's like I've had it a million times and I'm sick of it. It's um oh god. The fifteen year something. I forget what it's called. Well, I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Highland Park, 15 year. That's what I have. It's good, but it's it's the single malt, by the way. Single malt whiskey. 15 years aged, you know. It's good, but I just, I need a PD Scotch. I need that campfire taste. Um, I don't really know how to shop for Scotch, so I'm going to do some research. Probably go to uh, Total Wine. Um, although that's kind of a fucking drive, so I might just go to Argonaut or something and just get a good PD Scotch. Word on the street is Talisker Storm is a good one, although I've had that one before, so I want to ideally try a new PD Scotch. So I'm thinking, like, I think I did some reading and Lafroy or Lack of Everland was a good choice. So, gotta do some more research on that. But anyway, that's it for this episode, guys. I gotta keep it short. I gotta go to fucking bed. I need to be in bed in like 40 minutes or less. So, thank you for jumping 
I have a hate wife. I'm so used to streaming, I keep saying, thank you for jumping on the stream, guys. Um, I don't know, thank you for listening. How about that? That's simple. <laughs> this week's advice is to drink PV Scotch. Alright, there you go. Have a great evening, have a great week. I will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Thank you.